friends, welcome back to another TOEFL IBT reading, man. I am so excited to be doing this one as usual because I told you guys we would be going over all eight questions. This one's a little bit crazier and it requires a lot of information though. So what I wanted to do was just put this together as one. Today, what we're going to be focusing on is the negative factual questions. Now, do not get this twisted with all the other ones that we have done before. This one focuses primarily on, well, the number one, you have to find the wrong question. Not the right question, the wrong question. So you'll have three answer choices that are correct and the other one is not correct. So as you guys can see here on the blog, I've written a lot of things out. Okay, I put some, uh, some capitalization, I put the not, accept, not, accept, all that good stuff. I wrote a couple of other things. And again, I know a lot of you have a problem with the time wasting aspect of it, how to find that information. Now, I know some of you, all of you do not follow, uh, all of you don't follow my page, obviously, but a number of you know that I do IELTS too, and that is a little bit more difficult than TOEFL IBT, right? So when it comes to TOEFL IBT, everything is systematically put throughout the passages. It's very easy to follow. IELTS is very difficult to follow because it seems like a baby put all those paragraphs together, right? So again, you get a six paragraph format and whatnot. You're going to get a general idea in regards to what is being said in the paragraph just by looking at the first sentence. So if I were to, and for those of you listening to my podcast, say, okay, paragraph number one, it says, unlike animal migration, which typically involves groups of animals moving back and forth between seasonal habitats, <gasps> human migration involves the movement of people who intend to leave one area for good and settle in a new one. There it is. That's the general idea for that paragraph. If we go to paragraph number two, it says, although migration and immigration or the movement to a new country is a common feature of the 21st century, a globalized economy, mass human migration is not limited to modern times. So we have the general idea, okay? Although this migration and immigration or the movement to another country is a common feature of the globalizer, mass human migration, that's what we're focusing on, okay? And it, fall, and it shows that by going into detail in regards to Homo sapiens throughout the African continent 150,000 years ago, 80,000 years ago, and into Asia and Australia 40,000 years ago, blah, 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 blah. We get the general idea just by reading the first sentence. So number three, it says, of course, economic development has brought a whole new impetus. Is it impetus? For human movement, as well as uh, the methods of transport that facilitate it. There it is. So then it goes into details. Industrial revolution, countryside to cities, globalization, global economy, economic migration. This is what's happening in present day, obviously. So we know paragraph number three. All right, number four. Migrating in search of employment is only one of what is known as pool factors in migration theory. Pool factors are those attractive aspects of a destination country or region that are appealing to migrants. There it is. So, <clears throat> what is it? Uh, uh, what is it? A migrating uh, search for employment. A pool factor are the Burmese, obviously from Myanmar, who come here to Thailand. Thailand has a tendency, well, Thailand, 
like America, buys cheap labor by bringing in people from Myanmar and, of course, the country to the north by the name of Lao. In America, they bring in cheap labor by predominantly Mexico, or they might go into El Salvador and other places also. So that is what a pool factor is to have a more thorough understanding of that. If we go to paragraph number five, jobs and money are economic factors in migration. But the idea of safety leads us to other general reasons for migration. Safety may be related either to environmental factors or sociopolitical factors. There it is. So it goes into detail, civil liberties, senior citizens, retirement. I'm just scanning through that paragraph, but it all makes sense. Okay. So remember, I said pull factors in paragraph four and paragraph six are push factors. Okay. And push factors are those related to the area of country that a migrant is living. That is, they are aspects of a place that make people want to leave it. Okay. Or they're forced to leave, such as unfortunately what's happening out there in Myanmar right now. So again, many push factors are economic, including lack of job opportunities and rampant inflation, such as what's happening in Venezuela. Uh, others may be sociopolitical, authoritarian government, America, uh, leaders or political systems and mistreat their citizens or rely on torture and repression to inspire fear. God damn. Whew. Hey, I'm grateful. Whew, I'm from America. I'm living in Thailand, boy. I'm grateful. That scares the hell out of me. Yeah, that scared the hell out of me just reading that. Oh, Lord, blessing behold. So here we go. Now, in saying that, I went paragraph one, two, three, four, five, six. You don't have to do that. But again, you get an idea just by looking at some of the key vocabulary terms in each of the introductory sentences to every single paragraph. It's quick. So now it says this. Question from paragraph six, which of the following is not mentioned as an example of a push factor in migration? Now this is very easy. Because push factor, that is the key phrase. Now, remember, I mentioned pull factors were in paragraph four, but push factors are in paragraph six. So now we know and we zero in on this specific area. Okay, what is this right here? Not mentioned as an example. Now, inflation, was that mentioned? Here it is. Let me highlight it. Rampant inflation. That is a mesh. That is mentioned. All right. So that's not. That's not. Not the answer. Does that make sense? That is not. Not the answer. What that is. One of the things that is mentioned. We're looking for one of the things that are not mentioned. Cruel government. So here we go. What is an example of a cruel government? Perhaps. It says here, it's, it's pretty easy. Guys, it's relatively easy. If you, if you just narrow it down, it says right here, word for word, such as cruel or authoritarian governments. There it is. Number one, check. Number two, check. How about number three, natural disasters? In the bottom sentence, it says environmental push factors may include natural disasters or the possibility of them, including tropical storms, earthquakes, floods, and drought. Number three, check. Job opportunities. 
That is the correct and correct answer. Why? Because it says here, the lack of job opportunities. It's not a push factor for migration. It's the opposite. Why would someone go to a place where there's a lack of job opportunities? Number four, it says job opportunities. Here it says lack of job opportunities. They contradict one another. They're completely opposite. So understand that there are some negative terms and negative ways that they put things together. And if you're able to spot this, you'd be like, oh, you know what? Okay, I got it. Lack of job opportunities. That's not one that it's not mentioned. Because here, job opportunities is mentioned, right? In the answers, but it's not mentioned in the passage. The opposite is mentioned. This is how you do those questions. I realized that this video was only literally about 10 minutes. I am so sad right now because I, I was going to put another uh, what is it? Another type of reading question in and then uh, apparently not, apparently not people, but nonetheless, before showing the answer, you know, I put what I do on my blog. I know it's very faint. You could probably barely see it. Let me just blow it up a little bit, but here in the pink, it says before showing me the answer, can you show me the techniques to answer this question? And I wrote down the techniques for you. And each one is highlighted in purple. So if you were to go to my blog, okay, well, not step number two, I could just highlight it real quickly. If you were to go to my blog, you would see the techniques and you'll be able to guide yourself on this. Again, guys, feel free to reach out to me on my Facebook page if you want me to use the same techniques on an actual reading test. I'll be more than happy to do that. There are so many reading tests out there. There are so many more videos that I'm going to be making for all of you. And again, this is going to be extremely useful, especially for some of the, what is it? Some of the students who I am coaching at present, uh, because they have difficulties with reading. And I've seen so many of you in the group, okay? In the TOEFL group, which I'm referring to on Facebook, you guys are having problems with reading. Well, Again, it's all about, okay, which technique works? Let me try this. Boom, 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 boom. Oh my God, I'm improving in this area. Let me go to the next one. Because I'm putting out all eight videos. Well, I don't know how many videos it's actually going to be because I just made the fifth technique. So we need three more. If you guys follow these, you're going to be glory, okay? Now, if you would like me to, again, still walk you through this and get some of these videos sent directly to your email, the Obviously, TOEFL IBT Patreon badge, that is available. Coaching is available. All those good things are available. You make sure you reach out to me. And again, guys, for those of you listening to me on the podcast, thank you so much. For those of you who have watched this video, either on YouTube or Facebook, thank you so much. I'll be back for more, and you better stay tuned for it too. Over and out.